0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 485 at scavengerlife.com. So, here we are.
1: Another moment in time. Uh, I hope you are starting to get to work. or relaxing. Put down the coffee. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. Uh, let's get started here. So, Ryan, last week we had a question that we kind of answered, but I've been thinking about it, and that is... Is eBay a job or a career? Uh-huh. Yes. I think for me, I don't know if this is something that you think about a lot, but I used to really think about this. Number one, have you ever had a job? And yes. by that I mean like I think to me a job is like someone just hires you for your time. Yeah. We we would call that a wage slave.
0: Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you know, you you get hired for your time, right. and you go in and you do a job in whatever they tell you. Yeah, have, have you ever had a
0: job like that? Yes.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was mainly like when you're in college or something, high school. Yeah,
0: high school and college.
1: Did you worked in like a toy store once? You...
0: Yep, I worked at like a um, in high school. I had a job. It was a gra- it was in quotes graphic design, but they didn't give me very much work to do. Um, and it was at a catalog company. So like, uh,
1: oh my God, kids these days, you won't know what that is. I
0: know. You're like, what the hell is that? Uh, it's like. Like, you get the L.L. Bean catalog. It was like a
1: website,
0: but it was a book, <laughs> you know? Was, it was a paper website <laughs> right. um, where you ordered things through the mail. Right. For some reason, the... the um, it was
1: what? Finger Hut, right? What no,
0: was it like? wasn't Finger Hut. It was called Potpourri. <laughs>
1: Potpourri. Um,
0: and, okay. what's so, and I'm sure there are people listening to this are like, oh, yeah, I remember that catalog. The headquarters was in my suburban hometown. It was why
1: what? home goods or something or
0: Yeah, it was like home goods and like I got it, like yeah. tchotchkes and right. stuff like that. The entire headquarters was in my hometown. So we would do the catalog layout. Um and I was studying graphic design in in, in high school. And
1: you guys were doing it, it was like the last it was kind of like right at the end where it was still right. the old way, right? Where right. you were like cutting and pasting or like actual They were
0: doing computer they layout. were doing computer layouts and I was doing the color proofs. Mm. So the color proofs did not come out of a printer. They I had to make them with these like different colored laminates. I don't even know how to describe it at this point. But that was my job was to do these color proofs. Um and yeah I could literally walk there from my house, and
1: then totally like different. you were like an AV tech at a, a university, Ooh, you know, and they paid. I
0: worked you at work. Harvard. I and, worked at Harvard University as an as an audio video tech,
1: they, you know, just to hook up things. So yeah. my thing is in you know I you know I had jobs, many yeah. of them in my younger years, where yeah I was just getting paid an hourly wage to do a service, whether it be like. You worked in a grocery food. store. I bagged groceries. Yeah. I washed dishes, you know. Yeah. I did construction for a summer. I mean, I did lots of... Yeah. ...kooky little things where I just needed to pay my bills. You know, begging for hours. Yeah. Uh, you're... So sister actually went through this the past couple of years where she got a job at Whole Foods, at Whole Foods where you realize too is that they change your hours all the time yep. because you're just like a body and they're you're like, a cog, you know, and they're like, yep. you know, Sam called in in sick. So we uh, need you like, well, I've worked five days in a row. I don't care. I need you. And like you're yeah. doing a double today, yeah. and you really don't have. I mean, the choice you have is just don't show up and you quit.
0: And then you get fired.
1: So that's a job. Yep. I'm glad I don't have those jobs anymore. What's a career? Right. Now that graphics design job was a little bit starting as a career. Well,
0: that's what's funny when you ask me because I think I tried to have jobs that were in line with what I was interested in. So like You're too smart, right? It is <laughs> you're like too smart. Well, so yeah, and being an A V tech, I mean I was interested in video, right. so that's why I had that job. Um so I don't know. It it is interesting, but those were definitely okay, wage fine.
1: jobs. I know. A career. Okay, so go. a career is like a skill that you have ah. that someone hires you for a specific skill that's true like you're a graphic artist right I'm hiring you to it's know still, what oftentimes doing. it's an hourly base thing yes yeah, sure. maybe it's a salary but i'm buying your time right but it's for a specific skill yeah you're more than just a body i'm buying yeah. like your mind yeah that's to me what a I, career career so you're a doctor you're an engineer yeah you're a nurse you
0: studied to have the right. skill
1: uh, you're a plumber. You're, you're an electrician. You're a
0: manager of people. Things like that.
1: Right. You're a, you know, so it's a trade or a, or a, a career. You know, right, I right. Feel, that's I, interesting. I see those as that's same, a same. good. That's a good. So now, and, and so hang on, <laughs> and so when we first started uh, selling on eBay, you know, I guess our career jobs, as I like to call them, was like we were making videos. Yeah. It's video production. Right. You know, like I was producing, you were editing, you yeah. we were both shooting, and yeah. you know, we were making videos, and there was a career, and people yeah. would hire us for this skill. They still hire us for this skill. And the more <laughs> that we were selling on eBay, you know, it, we've said it before, it took us about a year and a half yeah. to two years right, before our eBay store was big enough and we understood what it was capable of, where we were actually generating enough money every month to pay all of our bills. Where we didn't have to take any of our career jobs. right?
0: And we could take less of them.
1: Right. Or, or like, none of them. I mean, take none of them. Yeah, Be like, we paid all of our bills this month selling stuff on eBay. Like, yeah. why are we doing this job we hate? You know, yeah,
0: yeah. This. Okay, we don't always hate it, but right. you, you you had the ability to we pick were, and choose clients. We were taking
1: clients back around 2006 to 2009 you know, that we weren't enthused about.
0: Any clients. Right. We're like, I'll take any client. Right, But
1: I mean, in some of them, we were like, we would rather not have done this, but yeah. we need to pay the bills.
0: Yeah, we and, have to pay. Um, yeah, exactly.
1: But my, my point is, so for me, and I don't know, I don't think you ever had this problem. Maybe it's like being a man. It's like my identity, <laughs> you know, it's like, especially being an American. Yeah, Like you go to a party and people are like, what do you do? What do you do?
0: And, and, and you know, they're not like, like what, am, are you, what, what are your hobbies? I'm an
1: account manager for, you
0: know,
1: uh, <laughs> it's a very American thing. Although yeah. we, we don't go to parties, so... So I
0: never, we don't know anymore. I don't have any last minute.
1: But I was really worried about that because we kind of hit eBay full time. We we're making money, you know. It was kind of my job to go after all these it's uh, video projects. Yep. I stopped doing that. Yeah. And there was... A bit of a while where we weren't making any uh, videos. And I was thinking like, are we just done with that? Yeah, You know, like, am I no longer my career? Yeah. And often with a career or trade, if you've invested time and money into it, you've gone to a school. It's
0: your identity. Right. You know, in a way. And,
1: you know, if you've honed a skill that's valuable and you're like... And if you don't keep honing it, right. it's gonna go away. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: especially with software, right. like using right? software. Like in five years, you're like, oh, right. I don't even know how to I use mean, this anymore. And, and I'm
1: sure that's true <laughs> if you're a therapist or if you're a plumber. You know, you yeah. the the if you take off for a, a period of time, you kind of lose track of what's the normal practices and right. you know all those things. Yep. So I was really worried about. I mean, I remember. It was 2010 and the last census. You got us jobs with the census. Yes. Although uh, you dropped out very To quickly. work on
0: eBay. Right. Basically. That's, I was like, I, I... You
1: realized, like, I'll make more on eBay. And then I stayed with that. And it was like, I don't know, three or four months, and my job yeah, was a it was driver, all summer, right? And my job was a driver, which is the best. We job. were renovating our house, yes, at the same time. And my job was like I think I was driving my own car, and I was driving like three hundred miles a day. It was a lot. It was like a big loop, yep, in our area, in our a uh, region, and I'd have to to do it twice a day.
0: You would pick up paperwork to right. to to give to the manager, right? And
1: so. As long as I hit my marks at a certain time every day, they kind of didn't care what, what else I did. So what I would do was I would hit all these thrift stores Yeah. in all these towns. And like after f- three or four months, I had like a, a, a routine. Yeah. And I was stopping at like 15 stores a day. And I remember I would come home at the end of the day with trash bags full of... Back then, it was all clothes. Shoes. Clothes and shoes. <laughs> And I remember, you know, driving around and I was like, is this my life now?
0: Yeah, like, like, what is this? Is
1: this just who I am? You know, I was probably 35 or something like that. Let I me mean, see, how long, Yeah, 30, 37. Yeah. Know? I was 37 years old. Yeah. I was like... So that was 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is this who I am now?
0: You're like, what? what is this life? And,
1: and, and this was 2010. I feel like it was like, you never really saw people... It, it, yeah, with their cell phones right. and thrift stores, not right? yet. Not yet, and you didn't really see pickers, yeah, and it w- wasn't quite mainstream yet. And yeah. I, but I was the guy going and buying a cart full of uh, women's shoes, yep. and uh, and they look at you a little funny. No one really cared, but I cared, yeah, you know, in the sense of like who am I, yeah, and so I don't know. Uh, what my, my point is. What I think we've transitioned to, and what we talked about a week ago, was that I don't see it as a job. I don't see eBay as a career. I see it as a business. Yeah, you know, and that's why I always cringe when people call themselves hustlers or are you hustling? And that's fine, people. You know, when I want to call themselves? That's fine. I think for me, I like my identity to be like a business. I'm a business owner. Owner, yeah. Because we are. Yeah, we're dealing with. Income and cost and expenses and yeah. paying taxes and hiring people yep. and, you know.
0: Keeping organized, making sure things are happening every day.
1: Having to manage cash flow when yep. things are slower. Yep, like this week. Yeah, like we'll talk about, you know, <laughs> slower and then, you know, when things are good to save money up yep. and to manage debt and, yep. you know, all those yep. things. And that is... Uh, and we, we've, we've talked about this before. I didn't grow up in, in an environment, in a family where people own businesses.
0: Yeah, I it, did.
1: It, you did, so it seemed like to be a, a much more of a natural thing.
0: Yeah, it, it seemed normal. And um, it's funny comparing skills, saying skills are careers, sort of, because I feel like there's so many skills to selling online, like professionally. I mean, even as a hobby as well. But right, you... You have to I mean it, it it's all the traditional business things that they talk about. My dad went to business school, you know, mm. he, he talks about stuff like this In, sometimes. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana <laughs> University. Um way back when. And um you know, it's it's like skills, you know, I went to art school, so I wasn't thinking of like business skills, you know, as a thing that I was interested in. So it's, it's just funny to land in that position. And it is really creative. Like you have to be creative with all of this with eBay. You know, it's funny when we tell people we sell on eBay, and they just think, Oh, I I think so Our our coffee partners, you know, we were like, you, you know, at one point, We were like, we sell on eBay like full time. You know, we showed them our warehouse. And I remember them being like, oh, we thought eBay was just like selling your old clothes and like your old video games and stuff, which it is. Um, But they didn't realize that it's like... That there are people like us
1: where you can basically sell anything old stuff, and then you just make it bigger
0: yeah yeah so so to me that's a skill that's a huge skill to yep. be able to do that for anyone who's doing it right and also
1: when we were getting started 2010 and this is becoming like this something we were doing and we we're putting a lot of time into it it was steve schultz i give him all the credit for it. We, yeah when he said you know i didn't get in this to make a sweatshop for myself. A sweatshop myself. for yeah. myself. And that's exactly. what we see a lot of times when people are starting off new. You know, if they're not thinking about their business correctly. They're just grinding it away. It can be a grind. And I guess you're a hustler and you're working really hard. And that's definitely impressive. But if you're only working really hard all the time. Yeah. Without being real smart, then you just burn out. You yeah. Know? And, you know, it's kind of like we're starting this coffee business or we're joining this coffee business and growing expanding it, it yeah. like i mean we've made clear to our partners that we're not looking to create you know yeah a minimum wage job for ourselves right, exactly. where i'm putting in 40 hours a week you know and and they're the same way
0: you Yeah, know, like they like don't want that either we,
1: we actually had a big kind of like business meeting mm-hmm. where we kind of talked about let's all agree on what we're trying to accomplish in are the next our goals. three to five years exactly. you know and we all agree like we i want to grow it make enough money so we pay ourselves but then be able to hire people to do the day to day and then we're all still involved in
0: quality quality
1: design. And it's yeah. the same way with eBay. Exactly. You know, yep.
0: for us. Yeah, uh, for us it is. It has been. And you know, and this is
1: I think before meeting you and doing this, I never thought about running a business like it never just entered my consciousness i just know i hated working for other yeah. people and i just didn't and i just remember it was just i was always just like i could do better than this like this manager i have this yeah. boss i have the, the the owner who's hiring me it's like i could do so much better than this and it's awesome yeah as business owners we can now make those choices yeah you know we can hire people we want Yep, we can Make, change make
0: the decisions right we,
1: yeah. we can change I mean so every job I thought I could do better and now I can see if I can yeah you know and um, well
0: that's that's the coffee yeah. shop I mean that's that's our whole impetus for doing the coffee shop is right. that we would go to coffee shops not necessarily in our area anywhere coffee shops restaurants whatever and we're just like obsessed with the details and we're like This is a detail they're not thinking of. And if I had a place, I would do it like this. And now we're about to have that Although I will
1: say, I think we've been very good. I always try to remind ourselves that just because you're good in one business does not mean in any sense of the word you're going to be good at another business. So whereas we can bring some experience, we have to be, you know, I try and be kind of... Have some humility of like I don't know exactly how right. the coffee. Just business because
0: works, you like so. to drink coffee doesn't mean you can run a coffee right. business. Or um, just because
1: I can sell you know old china plates on yeah. eBay doesn't mean I know how to sell like bags of coffee. Right, uh, exactly. I We're gonna try.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we are definitely
1: gonna try. Yeah. So uh, always be open to of learning. Of course. But I also just like you know the difference between a job, a career, and a business owner. You know, with a job and a career, you're working for somebody else. And you're making yes. money for that other person. Yes, And right. they've set a limit to what you're going to get paid, you know. Sometimes you can get a job that has bonuses. I never had a job like that, you know, and perks and stuff like that. And that's cool, but there's still, like, there's a, a ceiling to what yes. you're going to be able to get. The nice thing about a business yeah, is that you get all the risk, yes. and all the re-
0: reward out
1: of it, you yeah. know. And that's exciting,
0: to me, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's what scares a lot of people. You get all the risk, you know? And that's, it, you know, when you talk right. about businesses and like, oh, it's great, you know, I'm yeah. the boss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you have to make all the decisions, put all the money on the line, put all the risk. Right. And, you know, like, that's why it's hard. Right. Uh, but, man, when you successfully create a business and it's running and it's running, not running itself, but you know, you have other people helping you run it. Yeah, It's amazing. Right. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and, it's an amazing feeling. And,
1: uh, yeah. And just being okay. And we talked about that a week ago. It's like being okay with it being what it is like not being like, Oh, this isn't big enough.
0: Right. 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 This exactly. isn't
1: like, I'm not making enough money. You know,
0: well, like you uh, said, have realistic goals right. where you're not like, I want to be a billionaire. It's like, no, I want to just have the things that are interesting to me um, and have a business that's successful and interesting. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know what else If I think about
1: us starting in 2008. Yeah. But even like, let's say 2010 is when we were really like eBay was our thing, where we really saw it as like a business. In ten years, I would not have thought in 2020 that we would yeah. be owning some rental properties because we were able to invest in those, yeah. and that we're like opening up a coffee shop and you know selling coffee. But yeah. it's but it's fun, and and that's what you know owning our time has allowed us to do. Right. You know? So, I don't know, and we don't go to parties, so I don't remember the last time someone asked me what do I do for a living. Although I think honestly sometimes. I kinda of just fall back on like I'm a video producer. I, right?
0: I really fall back on that and it's so funny because it's the the smallest amount of work that I do. Yeah. I mean because we I still, still do video. Right.
1: But I mean for anyone that does have a skill and you want to sell on ebay or you are, I mean, we see nothing wrong with still taking these jobs. As long as like I say, for us we take contracts that are have a beginning and an end. Yeah. They're not like a job without benefits. It's just right. like it's a specific kind of task we're doing that we get paid and then we use that money for cool thing
0: well the yeah. other thing too is i really like to take clients that are like interesting and, and the job is fulfilling right. like i right. want to work with people where i put something out on the web and it is um you know they're yeah. like this is so great for right. my community i'm like yay that feels so good yeah. you know
1: but i think i fall back on that when people ask me in like professional settings like if i'm on a, yeah. a town board yeah. and or someone asks producer. me to introduce myself i just say that you know i because it's the easiest. Well,
0: like, we used to say, we used to say, this is way what, back when. What did we say? We used to say we build websites. Uh, or we said something, I'm yeah. a web something, yeah. web producer. But people didn't know what that was. Well, that so w- people would ask us to actually build their websites. Right. And we're like, that's not what we so do. So <laughs> that was back in 2010. Again, yeah, when like nobody. video on the internet
1: was yeah. not very common. Well, like so. I produce
0: YouTube videos. That yeah. was like not a thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, so identity, whatever. Yeah, you know, w- whatever.
0: I whatever. love the, the wrap I mean, up Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay, who e- cares?
1: eBay for this week for us. EBay. Number one, USPS rate increases.
0: Okay, here. Okay, this is the weirdest thing ever. What, so, so, what's weird? I'll tell you. I ship every day. Right. I ship for Broad Porch now on the days right. that we're in Lorraine. BroadPorchCoffee.com. BroadPorchCoffee.com. Um, and so I'm like flat rate envelope, seven fifty-five. Yesterday I sent a flat rate envelope to Kansas. It was six ninety-four. Huh. What? Okay. What is going on? I was shipping Broadport stuff through eBay on flat rate envelopes all week. Seven fifty-five. Mm.
1: The reason why I'm bring it up, <laughs> the post office has announced increases for the holidays. And they don't normally do this, right?
0: No, they don't do it just for the holidays. Mm-hmm. What they do is they increase it
1: on january 1st got it so they say and this is the strange thing they're saying they're raising the rates for the holidays and these of covid and then they're going to bring the price down
0: which i do not believe they've actually said that right so they i yeah. don't know where i read it like four different places yeah. so okay the reason why i'm like oh, i'm freaking <laughs> out because um it's just weird like I understand why they're doing it for the holidays. They are crushed with election mail. They are crushed with pandemic online ordering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just feel like they're not going to bring the prices back down. And it's weird to be shipping all week and see the increase and then see it go away. So I'm like, I don't know what's how going on. How often
1: does does a post office do like a yearly increase? Yep. Twice a year, once a year, yeah. I mean, it's basically yearly. Every year. Yeah.
0: And look, they don't they don't always increase first class or stamps. They they, find they sign up like right. fluct, they they fluctuate it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but uh sometimes everything just gets raised. They're like one cent and they're right. like, oh. So if I was a presidential
1: candidate and they were to ask me how much is <laughs> like uh, a stamp. How
0: would you know? I would not know.
1: And they would cents. think I was out of touch with the comedy. <laughs> well, you I better figure
0: it out before the debates. It's yeah. 55 cents? I think it's 55 cents okay. right now. Um, how much is a gallon of milk? Are you also out of touch with the regular people? Three bucks? We actually don't buy milk ever. Three dollars? It's about 3 Three twenty-five or so something. Which is that. kind of expensive.
1: I knew that. Yeah. yeah I mean, like that's how much it costs.
0: I know, but when I was a kid, it was so cheap. Okay. Right. That was a lot. Long- <gasps> okay um
1: but however as much drama as ryan is creating here it feels dramatic the good thing for us is that we bl- post all of our items on ebay with calculated shipping yep and ebay just changes things yep. automatically exactly so and yeah because our customers pay for their own shipping because we don't make money on shipping then the customer just deals with any increases yep. or decreases from the post office. So I have most
0: of this stuff I have is by weight. Yeah. Um any flat rate envelopes, the price should adjust. Like I have some yep. pa- some things that go in padded flat rates. Right. So the price should just adjust.
1: So for people who on eBay who sell like free shipping or you better adjust you know. your
0: prices. Yeah. Cuz I'm talking like I'm not talking like that increases several cents. I'm talking like thirty cent increase. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's it's significant. Like yeah. uh, those prices, did thirty to fifty cents, like yeah. is it's a little bit nutty. So, yeah. so keep your eyes peeled. So w- to keep on this
1: shipping topic, uh, Ryan mentioned we're now shipping coffee for uh, the, our company and many of you. Ordered coffee last week on
0: eBay. It
1: really surprised our partner Phil. He was very, very surprised. <laughs> well, because we, were... we got so many orders that he normally does not get. He was like, "What? Who are these people?" So, uh, <laughs>
0: well, he knows now they're scavengers.
1: <laughs> and you know, you he knows we ship, but I think he got to see how much did you ship and how much did you know about shipping. Yeah. He uses uh sh- go shipo go Shippo. it's
0: called shipo but it's goshipo.com
1: goshipo.com
0: i like it actually yeah.
1: and it's like uh and so yeah it was interesting you were able to kind of show him how to connect ebay and goshipo and a usps and do automatic tracking like for only a year or so he would like manually write down and then type in the tracking. And no, say, he, he
0: would manually write in the addresses. Oh, wow. He would type the addresses. Oh, wow. And I was like, you, you can like- just connect your Squarespace account, you know, right. you can just connect. So the, actually the cool thing about Go Shippo, it's like pirate ship. Um, you can't, so pirate, so I realize is pirate ship is just USPS, but go Shippo can do FedEx or UP, mm. UPS. So that's helpful for us on big because wholesale orders. Because
1: like ship, what, 30 pounds? Yeah. Like, well, yeah,
0: right? like we did, we shipped like, it was th- 30 pounds to Arizona, yeah. um, to a wholesale client. So, um, so UPS was actually the best price for that. Um, So what's great about a thing like GoShipO, or I'm sure you can do this with Ship, you just sync your eBay store or your Squarespace store or your Shopify store, and they're all in one place. So that was helpful for him because he was shipping during the week when he wasn't in Luray, he was in Harrisonburg, and he was just syncing the eBay listings. He didn't even have to open eBay. It was just all in one place. So I found that very convenient. Yeah. and it was
1: cool. We got to see. So we shipped on Monday for a lot of people that that ordered.
0: We roasted and Sunday shipped night. on Monday. We Shipped
1: that same day, and <laughs> like we shipped uh, like whatever a pound of coffee to Mick Dog, who's in.
0: We shipped on Por- Thursday to him. Okay,
1: so yeah, and so and he's in Portland. He got it by Saturday. By
0: Saturday, Amazing. he was drinking our coffee. Yeah. It was great. So I've been using flat rate envelopes a lot um, to do priority. Which
1: also, our partner. Didn't. He didn't. didn't This was
0: the cute. Okay. For like an eBay person who's been shipping for 15 years that has like, you know, I I know all the, you know, of course, USPS, you're like, is it, is it flat rate? Is it by weight? Is it regional A? Is it what's the best price? Like you want to get the best price, right? So the hilarious thing that was so cute was I brought a bunch of flat rate envelopes. We actually ran out of them. I was like, we need to go to the post office and get more. And Phil was like, are they free? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, go into the front lobby and grab a bunch. She's like, so what he did was, he, and, and- he, he didn't believe me. So he stood in line uh-huh. with the flat rate envelopes. It was like. I'm taking these and they're like you don't have to ask.
1: Right. He was like why Are do you they, sure? He was like, Why do they give these away for
0: free? I'm you? like, so you share priority. Right. You so it's
1: really cute. Yeah. So so before so he just started doing flat rate right little- envelope. because of you yeah how was he shipping before he would just
0: put them in a poly mailer like a plain poly mailer and then put
1: priority and then
0: put priority on it yeah but you know you could use a tyvek or a flat rate
1: and you know and so things he's teaching you or teaching us i mean yes number one his style is he wants everything priority because he wants coffee to get to you as fast, fast. as possible, and you and him butted heads some. Because you were like, "But you can do it first class." Because it's a twelve ounce bag. Especially if it's like in the same region, it will get there just as fast. And he's like, "Nope, nope, priority quality is we will." It, pay I for want it fast. This is the other thing that we're learning though: shipping for d- different kinds of businesses. Yes, you know we sell weird things on eBay. Right. It's very different. We do not. Do free shipping. Yeah. The buyer pays... Calculated shipping. shipping. It's not
0: one size. You know... That's
1: an expense. And we're okay with that because we're... We don't have a lot of competition for a lot of our items. However, we know that on eBay, some people sell, like, very popular commodity items where... You have to compete on shipping and you're doing free shipping or really cheap shipping. And that's what we're learning with coffee. And Phil's teaching us that. Like Ryan was like, we should just charge people the cost of shipping. Now, people are paying $6 to ship, which real quick. And the thing is, though, is that we lose money on every order. I mean, lose in in quotes quotes, because it costs more more often than not more than six dollars it always
0: costs more than six dollars a pound
1: or more of coffee yeah and and you're like well just make them pay what it costs and it feels like you can't because it's too expensive i think we do have something special but there's a lot of coffee out there that people can buy and you have to compete with them and if you're charging you know nine dollars to ship a pound 12, of coffee 10. yeah people are like yeah i'm not going to do that i'm going to go to this other guy
0: yeah know? i'll just go to my local
1: whatever how are your feelings about that yeah
0: this it's it's difficult yeah. um because i'm like well we could charge 550 and that's first class um, right. And then that would actually pay for the shipping. Right. So it's hard for me as an eBay seller. Like I told Phil this I'm like, I'm an eBay seller. I charge people shipping. And then on like the big, weird, complicated items, I charge them handling. Right. Because this is yeah. a glass, 20 inch glass vase going to California. Right. Like, but this is different than coffee. It's right. a different market. Right. And the other very different thing about our eBay store, we do not have repeat customers. Right. I very, mean... Very rarely. So rare. And if we do, we don't know it because eBay doesn't tell us. Right. So with the coffee company that you're building loyalty and like you're building a community around you, you want repeat customers. You right. want people to be like, I love your Southern Split Blend, which we sold... We sold out of it right. this week, actually. Um, and that's, you know, I'm like that too. I'm right. like, I will only it's drink like, that coffee right now. So it's you know like,
1: I mean? so we're learning that this is yeah. more like having, I guess, like an Amazon business or like right. a commodity business yeah, on eBay. Yes, it's so different. Where you're selling things again and again and again, and there's a lot of competition. There's but a lot of competition. It's for a high demand product, right. so you want to make a good price. Right. I mean, you want to set a good price so people come back again and again. Right.
0: so... so that's me ch- turning my mind around. So, for instance, so um,
1: retro Trevor's retro treasures WV was asking us about like this business model. So, I mean, here's a good example. So, you know, yeah. we sold like a, a, you know a twelve ounce bag of coffee for twelve fifty.
0: Yes, know?
1: this is a, a delicious.
0: <laughs> you, freshly roasted you coffee you made fun of me for <laughs> doing so, a commercial i just
1: want to be clear because that is not cheap if right, you percent. consider you can go to costco and get right. a, a five pound bag. bag for 12.50 so yeah. you're getting like <laughs> five, delicious right. coffee in my opinion we charge six dollars to ship right okay so that's 18.50 yeah it's a lot uh, of money but like this specific bag hi steve is in california uh how much is it gonna cost to, to ship this to California? Twelve
0: ounce. Yeah. Well we're doing a priority flat rate and with rate increases it's seven fifty five. So we're gonna lose a
1: dollar fifty five. So we're really gonna make ten dollars on the bag. Right. And then we have to pay for the beans and the propane and the bag itself and, and the then, building that we right.
0: roasted it in. Right. And so
1: you know our profit then gets to be about six dollars, seven dollars, yeah, you know, net profit after all of that. And so that's just so much different right. than for us.
0: I bought something for a dollar, I sold it for a hundred. Or on eBay, yeah. I go yeah. to an
1: auction, I buy like a table of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's say it's all about a dollar or so. And yeah. then, you know, as long as I'm and that's the other thing, coffee. This has to be fresh. Right. And so we have to you sell, you know, it sit on the shelf I can't just a, <laughs> a roast coffee and then sell it in five years.
0: Yeah, exactly. The great
1: thing about eBay is I can get something for a yeah. dollar, put it on eBay, put it, put on it my in shelf, our warehouse. Wait
0: for that person. Wait for five it's years. So different.
1: Yeah. And it sells for $30, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just such a different thing. But the business model is, is that if you can get enough people buying on a consistent basis, right, and if you can sell to... Other cafes or restaurants. Okay. We we sell to a co-op grocery store, yep. or, you know, they sit, do fifty pounds a month or something, you know. Yeah. So you just start doing volume. It's volume. Business, yeah. Yep. And it's delicious.
0: I'm drinking it right now. <laughs>
1: oh my god, I hope I'm not overdoing it. Anyway. Uh okay. So, <laughs> hey. so something else on eBay and then we'll get to our numbers, uh that is new. Send offer to buyers. There's a new checkbox on the send offers page.
0: It's not there now. It wasn't oh. momentarily. I, I, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it since I talked about it on the forum.
1: Oh my God. Um, this checkbox just appeared. They're like A-B testing.
0: I, they must yeah. be.
1: Um, well, Antique Frog said it the best way. He's someone on the forum. I think it's a guy, but I don't know. Or generally. British. Yeah. Yeah. It's not he or she. They're British. They're in the UK. Uh. With a very distinct uh, sense of humor. Uh, They say, the seller sends out an offer to an interested buyer or a watcher. Right. If the buyer doesn't bite, the auto send feature checks 24 hours after the offer was sent out for other people. Cool. And sends then the same offer and so on until the item sells. Or the sun becomes a red giant, whichever way. So it sounds like
0: it was, <laughs> just a, it was something a billion years later. where
1: you only have to send it out once and then it just keeps like Yeah,
0: so there was it, a checkbox. It basically was like, should I auto-send this to people in the future that are interested? Forever. And right. you're like, yes, do the work for me, right. eBay. Um, but then I didn't see the checkbox again. But I I, I love that checkbox. Yeah. I want that. Yeah, it no,
1: I mean, that is interesting. Although then it just becomes like... Forever on (laughs) sale. I guess eBay would just have to make sure it doesn't become a spam machine. But it
0: would be a different user that's seeing that offer. Right. Like, it's not just me, Infinity, because I'm watching it. Right. You know? Sure. Shouldn't it be?
1: Yeah, but I guess I'm just wondering, like, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. What if every single... I mean, we've always said this. What happens if just, like... Eighty percent of people on eBay just turn this on and, and just it's like just
0: sending promote my constantly. items.
1: Send you know like offers, will it matter? People just, just like
0: people are just mass deleting their emails. I mean, I guess for me, I'm I don't thinking,
1: know. So every so often, it's like once a week, I'll get an alert on my phone of like something I'm uh, watching on eBay, and they're yeah. like, you know, this has been discounted, and you know, this is a right, private right, yeah. offer to you. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I'm not getting spammed and i watch quite a bit of stuff
0: yeah so, i mean there's been stuff that i've been like oh i it, it kind of reminds you to buy it right and so i ignore it but then there are other times where i'm like oh yeah i did need to buy that or, or counter offer there's
1: one seller i follow where if, as soon as i watch something it seems like within 12 hours yeah, i get like offer. here's a private offer just yeah. to." it's you. never good enough though yeah. it's just to you three dollars <laughs> yeah. off i'm like no
0: Give Three dollars
1: me. me. I want it for eighty percent off.
0: <laughs> we're uh, the worst buyers because we're sellers. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I thought that was interesting. So
1: it maybe eBay is doing a good job. They're somehow managing. I, I don't know how they pick what gets.
0: I don't know. Seen, but anyway. So that's it. That's so it. that's it. Whatever numbers. That's just okay. Uh, numbers. Well, I, I'll do. I the, I'll do the marketplace okay. music. <laughs> also, yeah,
1: I got a big, fat cat
0: on my on my lap. Get off my lap. <laughs> We are so cats in Come this on. house. my uh, God.
1: Okay. So, after the week where I bragged very <laughs> braggadociously <don't> <laughs> that we had created a thousand dollar machine.
0: Hilarious. We're like
1: this is a second week in a row we have not made a thousand dollars. It is so we grossed eight hundred and seventy-one dollars and twenty-six cents. It's not including shipping. It's just limping along. And it is weird. And it's just it feels like a summertime, yeah. even though it's like end of October. Where it's just it's not like we're getting a lot of low offers. It's just like we're just not getting anything. No questions. Very right. few offers. No question.
0: Like yeah. like. A couple questions here or there, but like man,
1: it just feels very anemic. I mean, we we did sell twenty seven items, so we sold almost four items a day, but it low just felt dollar. Really, man. our we, average selling price was still thirty two dollars, but mm, it's just yeah. low dollar. So we did not make the money we need to make to pay bills. The good news is, as business owners,
0: uh, yes,
1: we do price this in. We have money saved, you yes, know, so we're okay. <laughs> we have a but, buffer. Uh, but uh, yeah, that whole thousand dollar week—if you average it out, it works out that yeah,
0: way. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You know,
1: things we sold—it was just a clothes. mix. Clothes.
0: I sold a lot of clothes and shoes, which is great. Yep, we did. I'm sell, happy to sell that stuff.
1: We did sell a lot of clothes. Anything
0: interesting? R- remind me.
1: Knickknacks. We sold like our our highest price was eighty dollars, and it was like this carved African statue. Oh, that
0: was so cool! I know. That thing was wacky. Yeah. It was like perfect for Halloween too because he didn't have a face. Ooh, it was just like one of those like wow, yeah. almost like conceptual right. art. It was freaky. It was yeah. cool. We
1: sold one of my not not I didn't own it, but it's like the thing I found. I bought a big box of like D and D. Yeah. It wasn't a D and D book, but it was by that same. Um, in the same
0: genre, Steve
1: Jackson. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: girls Yeah, for thirty Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, like back back when I was a kid, people were really into a role playing, and it's all come back now. It's you know? all
0: retro. So, what what was the price of that book? It was like seventy, thirty dollars. Oh God! Well, we look <laughs> in the past a, a couple weeks okay. ago. I sold one okay, for fine. pretty high.
1: I'm gonna. I'll,
0: You're like, it was $30, right? I'll
1: throw you something. Okay, yeah. so we sold a little tea saucer, just a tea saucer, oh. n- not the tea $75. cup. Not the spoon, $75. Well, what was it? It was Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Paul, Pacific Railroad yeah. like tea, tea saucer, so like an old antique. Uh, so cool. And we got good feedback where the person was like, Thanks. This is amazing.
0: It's amazing. $75. I love stuff like that. It's incredible.
1: Ryan's very good about that. So I'm good about like seeking out these like D&D like books because it reminds me of my childhood. Ryan is good at like when we go to a thrift store, diving into that
0: pile of china. The pile of all the china. This is garbage.
1: you've done a really good job finding little tiny plates and you'll pull them out and they'll sell for $100 or whatever. Because...
0: You've seen so much of that China. Right. You know, going to thrift stores for 15 years or however. Like, there are people who are nodding their heads right now. They're like, yep. You know what's junk and what's not. Not always. Sometimes I'll be like, wow, look at this. And then you flip it over and it's from Marshalls. And you're like, oh, that's a good repro. But there's some where you're like, this is probably from the 1800s. Like, you can just tell how old it is by the print, you know?
1: It's from the craziness.
0: The crazing. Sometimes there's crazing, sometimes there's
1: not. Sometimes you're crazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, No, I don't. don't, (laughs) You're you're crazing. You're not (laughs) crazing.
0: Crazing at the seams.
1: Um, Scavenger of the week. I did go to an auction where I bought a bunch of stuff online, mainly because I was buying chairs for For the cafe. cafe.
0: We needed the rest of our chairs. We're
1: teaching our partners that there's all this awesome stuff that you can buy. Um, on auction so you know we need all these chairs yeah. as as a cafe work, yeah, you need you know? to sit down and instead of going to a webstrant.com <laughs> and buying I just, live on webstaurant lately like you know a wooden cafe chairs <laughs> yeah uh, this is my design decision
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> I'm buying all these like vintage Danish modern chairs you yeah know, like made they're
0: made, basically like Danish like, modern office chairs but they're like not on wheels or they're anything. They're like
1: dining room chairs. They're like
0: dining room And these are like I, mean, I guess they're not often. And these are chairs. not
1: like the like super fancy, expensive yeah. signed one. These are oftentimes the like ones made in the seventies. Yeah. They're like copying the fifties. Yeah.
0: But they're still made out of teak or rosewood. These ones were made in Denmark. Yeah. The, the the last eight right. that you bought were made in Denmark. So,
1: you know, I've been buying them in two here, four here. I just bought eight. Yeah. And then while I'm doing that, I'm buying l- table lots of other things. Yeah. So I went and I came home with it, took a truckload of stuff. <laughs> uh, we have more stuff.
0: I have so much
1: stuff. More stuff than we need. It's uh, good.
0: No, I want piles of stuff but to But people on
1: the through. forums were talking about, like some people were saying that when the pandemic hit, kind of all of a sudden in auctions shut down for a while that some people were caught out without having any right. inventory. Because so they got inventory. Some people frequently. were talking about they're like, you know, starting to bulk up just in case so they always have like inventory on hand and we
0: definitely some
1: people have always talked about that especially people who mainly source in flea markets outdoor flea markets or yard sales yeah they will stock up in the summertime and then if they live in like really cold snowy areas then they'll have all their stock that they need for the uh, winter time yeah we're like squirrels yeah scavenger squirrels. we're
0: definitely like that for sure
1: um customer issues i mean it's it's no big deal but like when things are slow like this we did have a couple of returns started there and it's just suck. Yeah, really, really painful. Yeah, when you get a big expensive return when you're not making a lot of money. So, for but instance, what can you do? It was like like that sweater last week, ninety
0: dollar sweater that I was like, I can't believe we someone, finally sold it. Someone just Good. started
1: a return for like we sold like a ball cap and and you know he was just like it doesn't fit. So yeah, we, we don't have to pay. That's it what to sh- it is. Ship it, but you know we have to. It was like seventy dollars. So yeah, we're waiting for it to come back, Stings. and that's just part of life. Yeah. Things we learned in the forum or questions. So this is a question that a uh, South Floridian flor, flor, Floridian seller emailed <laughs> us. Yeah. Um, so he or she says that uh, they feel that managed payments has triggered an uptick in returns and cancellations. I had two returns in the first seven months of the year, and ever since managed payments got turned on, I've had six returns, mm. countless cancellations. Yeah, yeah. and yes. Multiple negative feedbacks. Oh. I did a self-evaluation, which is smart. Yep. And I don't feel I'm doing anything different from before. Look forward to hearing from you.
0: I have to say that I kind of agree. What? We had... There was one day where we we got two sales and we were like, oh, nice sales. Both canceled in five minutes. Yeah.
1: I, I have complained about that. But I guess my question is... I just, I guess I don't see what managed payments has to do with yeah, that. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I, I mean, don't know. I guess that would be my right. thing is that managed payments is just a way for people to pay. I know. That doesn't change. It's still the same old hassle-free returns.
0: Here's my thought, right? What's your thought? <laughs> it's like the the pandemic created this massive uptick of people who don't, buy online uh, normally are just like they're like well i can't go to the store so i'll just buy this online like it's just mm. it's just a massive amount of people buying stuff online and and i think that changed it they're like well i'll just right. i okay. usually just buy stuff on amazon but so, yeah you know, you know, that's my that's favorite. a
1: different thing so that's, a, that's a thing. so this is like a parallel thing that happened at the same time so managed payments for a lot of us started in the Late spring or summer for us. Yeah. Um, and that happened to coincide almost exactly with the pandemic yeah, happening and everyone totally. staying at home. So yeah. it may seem like it's because of managed payments. Right. But yeah, I think I could buy into that hypothesis, hypothesis more is that there's a lot more people buying online who normally don't and right. either don't understand if you like click on something it means you actually that you bought it it, (laughs) that happened
0: so many times
1: Um, yeah so I can buy into that Uh, I mean for us managed payment seems to be okay Uh, you know I kind of liked it when money would just be automatically there for PayPal I feel like Money gets transferred to our bank account a little bit slowly. It's it is like, slowly.
0: It's a few days off. It's
1: like, I don't know. The way that eBay was promoting managed payments was like, you'll, it'll just automatically just get into your account every single day. And I feel like what happens is people buy and then it goes into pending funds yeah. and it will sit there for three or four business days and then it becomes available funds for a day. And then it gets put into a payout. Right. And then it takes three or four business days. To get to So it. if you start counting uh, the weekends and such, it can be, yeah. you know, ten so, days so before like, you get...
0: you know, we'll have a slow day and it'll be like, your payout's coming of $400. And I'm like, what day was that? Oh, it was last week. Right. like on, on I guess our the days. good thing
1: is, is that as long as you're consistently selling... It should just keep going. Every... Two or three business days, yeah. it seems like there's some kind of deposit. And, and that's uh, just what it is. I do like, too, since you stopped shipping as much through FedEx and
0: right. I, I SmartPost was just too slow. And, it was so slow. And
1: then the DHL.
0: Oh, eBay send DHL.
1: Because because that was being charged yes. separately. It our was not getting were... pulled out of our funds. Right. Now our invoices Every month are much smaller. It's yep. basically our store subscription and a couple promotions. Of the and final then, value fees. No.
0: Oh, that gets pulled out. That's right. Final
1: value fees automatically comes right, out. Right. So, um, and then there's still a little bit of shipping that. Seems there's to still added. some.
0: Some. Some. There are a couple items I've done smart posts because I'm like this thing's big and bulky and it's in the next state over. But you know?
1: but before like we were getting you know back in the times when oh my all God. PayPal we we're $700. getting seven
0: hundred dollars.
1: Seven hundred dollars? We mean like fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand. No,
0: I mean for shipping. Like oh, you'd be like, oh, sure. seven hundred dollars worth of shipping.
1: But I mean, our eBay invoices would be right like, fifteen hundred you know, uh, yeah. to two thousand yeah. dollars. And now our last invoice was four hundred dollars.
0: Right, because we're just not seeing yeah. it. Like it's it's not.
1: Well, just because it's more managed payments, it seems like it's more like the Amazon yeah. model where they just kind of take all their fees out
0: and they pay you, and your, then they just
1: give you your your net, your net.
0: It's your net, yeah, revenue. exactly.
1: You net revenue? To use business terms. Okay.
0: I did want to mention something on the forum about doing variations. I was having, so I understand variations a little bit. Like we had a bunch of military jackets Mm -hmm. where I was like, there's 10 different sizes all these jackets look the same. I'm going to do variations where it's like 38 chest, 42 chest, 46 chest, like pick your size. So I don't have to do like 25 listings.
1: Mm.
0: It was great. But so what I was trying to do was I was trying to imitate a listing on Broad Porch on the Broad Porch store on eBay where you get a, a four ounce sample pack. So what I was trying to do was um, I listed, we have nine coffee varieties. I was gonna list nine coffee varieties three times. So you'd be able to pick, oh, I want the Burundi, the Costa Rican, and the Ethiopian. And you'd pick it from the drop down menus. But it ends up that if you calculate every combination of 999, it's like 700 to 800 choices, choices right? And so I was like, no problem. People can choose whatever they want. eBay was like, you only have the ability to do 250 combinations. Mm. And I was like, what do I do? (laughs) Um, I just didn't know how to solve that problem. Right. And like, if you brainstorm it, you're like, you could do this, you could do this. And finally I was like, I'm just going to do a bunch of combinations of things that I've seen people order on the website. Right. So that was my solution, which is unfortunate for eBay. You're like, why couldn't I just do this little checkbox thing? Yep. And it, they just don't allow it.
1: Yeah. We so. don't do that very often, so it's right. new to us. I
0: thought it would be so simple, and it wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's go to comments or questions that people sent in this week.
0: Okay, you can email us. An audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Or you can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540 407 8486.
2: Hey, what's up? It's Ryan from San Diego, California. Um, I just wanted to give a recommendation and shout out to this YouTuber I've been watching lately that's been an insanely great resource for uh, selling video games. Um, it's kind of a passion of mine. It's just not something I really like selling. Um, but I think, uh, I mean, even I'm pretty knowledgeable on video games, but uh even this guy, his name is Retro Rick. And um, he, like, I've learned so much from just the last couple months that I've been watching. Um, I mean, I, I always looked over sports games. It was like, oh, they're worthless. Like, that's absolutely not true. Because of him, I found a game. Recently that was worth like 75 bucks um, sold it immediately. It was amazing. And the cool thing that he is doing is uh, he's doing this new video series The last six months, I think um, it's called the $10 game collection challenge. And this is perfect for anyone who thinks that um, they don't have enough money to start an eBay store or an eBay business. He's basically what he's doing is he's starting um a game collection off of ten dollars so he started with and each week he goes out and finds games flips them you know uh, started with 10 bucks then he makes 50 you know and then and then that turns into 100 turns in and now like if he was to sell his collection right now i guarantee it would be worth at least you know probably close to 10 grand so it's kind of proving that like you got 10 bucks, you can start an eBay business with $10, like no problem. So I, you know, I tell them all my friends, like they're all laid off and they don't have jobs and start a freaking eBay business, dude. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So check it out. His name is retro Rick on YouTube. All right. Bye.
1: Cool. Yeah. There's, you know, these days, my God, it's, it's definitely not like 2008. Uh, there are so many resources online and it is good. I'm glad people call out the, the, uh, resources that are kind of helpful and not kind of spammy so i guess if you're selling i don't know this channel, but I guess if you like a video games that would be a good place to
0: go to. I also like how people are, you know, trying to show that you can start a store or start selling just with a small amount of money. Yeah. It's like that dude on Craigslist who like traded from a paper clip all the way up to like a Porsche or something or yeah. like a car. Um, you it was know, a house. Yeah. It was a house. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So, You know, it's things like that where, where, like we say, spend a dollar on something, and if you have the eye for it, you can make a hundred dollars, and then use that hundred dollars to buy more inventory. You know, you don't have to start with like, yeah, two thousand dollars to start a store. So Um, I love that idea.
1: I won't be able to tell you the URL or the name, but someone I mentioned on the forum that there's some guy on YouTube. Who sells out of like a, a shed in the back of his house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it sounded like from what people were saying was like he's like a Facebook kind of seller yeah where what he does is he buys furniture right stores it in the shed and then sells it in his driveway and that's great supposedly he makes a lot of money because he knows how to find good furniture and prices it right and you know and so that's
0: a cash business too it's (laughs) crazy so
1: that is a nice thing especially if you're like in a suburban home you don't have a lot of space but you can always buy those little sheds out of uh, right. Lowe's or whatever. And
0: that's where people are looking for furniture. I've found like certain things in our area where, man, if you find a nice ish bathroom sink that will sell in like two seconds on Facebook or Craigslist. Like people are like, oh, I need a new bathroom sink. Yeah. They're expensive, right. you know? Yeah. Um, cool. Thanks for doing that shout out. That's great. Okay, that's it.
1: Cool. Uh, We just want to uh, mention how, yeah, our partner Phil was blown away with the amount of sales we got last week. I was blown away. So we hope people who got the coffee are enjoying it. Um, I know if you're new to like specialty coffee, I hope it's definitely going to be a different experience than just buying coffee at like Costco or Walmart because they often are just like, super roasty, it where it's really dark and this is going to often be like have many different flavors
0: and i just did variety packs as right. you said so if you're like i'm not really sure what to order i made a variety pack that's ryan's favorites yeah i made a variety pack that's jay's favorites yep. uh so you yeah, can so check those each out each pack
1: is four ounces so you get three of them so it's 12 ounces 12 ounces total, total of yeah. three
0: different coffees right. so, and so it's good
1: yeah, you can check it out okay, okay. This podcast is ending.
0: Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.